The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, the deposit return scheme to get money back on plastic bottles and aluminium cans launches today. Uh, bottles or cans branded with the return logo will now include a deposit charge that can be reclaimed when you return your empty, undamaged container to any participating outlet. Uh, what impact is it expected to have? Well, joining me now is Climate Editor with the Sunday Times, Ireland, Joe Linhan. Joe, good morning. Morning, Pat. I saw a couple of these machines in um, Tesco the other day. I didn't uh, try them because I didn't have any bottles or cans I wanted to recycle. Have you used the machines yet? No, I haven't. And I'm obviously, this is like my real house. I'm excited about this. So I am looking forward to returning my first items. But yes, it launches today. This this scheme has been called on for a long time from environmental groups because it's honestly, it's rolled out in 13 countries across the EU and it's had enormous success. And this is being rolled out because at the moment, while we're very good at recycling things like glass bottles, when it comes to plastic bottles and tin cans, we're not recycling enough and we have EU targets to meet. So that's really why it's being rolled out. Now, when you say we've EU targets to meet, are they punitive targets? You know, they'll hammer us with fines if we don't reach our recycling ambitions? That's no, that's yet to be determined. This is all under the single use plastics directive, which came out um, a few years ago. And there's lots of different rules around different plastics. I'm not sure if there's actually going to be penalties in this, but look, there is a massive push to to make those targets. So by 2025, we need to recover 77% of plastic beverage bottles placed on the market. And then that that target's actually going to increase to 90% by 2029. So we're under a lot of pressure together. The the numbers on what we actually return at the moment are loose, but we're nowhere near that. But then if you look at companies like our countries like Germany, they introduced it in 2003 and they've reached a return rate of 90%. So if it's adopted, it can really work. Now, what is consumer sentiment about all of this? Because Amarok did some research and the numbers are actually quite encouraging, I suppose. It really is, you know, because when things like this come in, you think, oh God, people don't like to change their behaviour. This is going to be a hassle. But yeah, Amorc did some research and they had fascinating results. They found seven in 10 people plan to return bottles and cans and claim back the level be charged on each of them. And then over half of adults, 56%, would recycle more if there was a refundable deposit on other recycled items. So the, the sentiment shows that actually if there's an incentive, people will, will go for it. And what's important, I guess, for people to maybe know is that, you know, not all packages w- will have this um, this scheme. So what will happen basically is on certain plastic bottles and cans that have the return logo, you'll be charged a levy. So if it's 500 millilitres or less, it's a 15 cent levy. If it's 500 millilitres, to three litres, it's a 25 cent levy. You'll see on those cans and bottles, it has the little logo and then you bring them back and you get that money. Now, it's not everything, you know, dairy um, plastic bottles, it doesn't use some food cans. So it's not for everything, clean supplies. So it it really remains to be seen how people are going to get used to this, but they will be all over the country. As you said, you've seen them already popping up. Now, the the question of what is recyclable, uh, obviously it's got to have the logo the return logo. What does that look like? So yeah, I, I suppose this is maybe one of the criticisms that have come up. You know, there, there's been a lot of talk of this scheme coming in, but people may not be familiar with the logo. So I would honestly say just give it a quick Google. It's literally a, a black logo. It's kind of a circular return. Um, and like once you get used to it, obviously you will recognise it. But yeah, people probably do need to have a look at that. But it's also on the machines. So if you've been at, like you said, a Tesco, a Little and Aldi, Super Value and Centre have made a huge investment in these machines. So if you go to your local supermarket, you'll probably see it outside and then you'll see 
see the return logo. Um, and yeah, I guess that's, that's the main thing is to try and become familiar with it. And then I guess claim back your money because if you don't return these items, you are throwing away that levy. So it really is a good incentive. Uh, the, the question of um, existing stocks I mean, you might have uh, pricing them that will have to be specific to those return bottles if in the the back of the store, in the stock room, in the warehouse or whatever, there's loads of these cans and plastic bottles that have been produced before the, the scheme. What happens then? Do you have two different prices for the same size commodity in the stores? I, Pat, I honestly don't know. There's so many question marks still about this. And I think, look, it is going to be a bit of a time to get used to it and figure it out. And I think what the point that you've raised there is really interesting. And it's something that the Friends of the Earth have raised as well. It's like, okay, this is fantastic. But we also need to look at the bigger issue. You know, plastic pollution is such a pandemic right now. And we can't just, you know, always keep recycling things. We need to actually cut down on the amount we're producing. We need to cut down on the amount that's actually in the world. Because there's also be a, a portion of people who won't want to recycle. Like that, that Amoric research was really interesting. It actually said that, you know, over 55s and people in Dublin were least likely to get on board with another kind of recycling scheme. So, you know, there is a little bit of reticence there. So we need to look at the bigger picture and actually reduce the plastic at source. That's that's the bigger picture here. And, you know, that, that needs to yeah. be really talked about in this conversation. Now, it appears that the, the bottles and cans have to be pristine. I, I presume most people who get a soft drink will drain it, uh, but they don't have to rinse it as long as the integrity of the plastic bottle is there. Ed, does it have to have the cap, for instance? I believe it has to have the cap. And like you say, it needs to be, you know, I mean, not scrubbed clean because no one's going to do that. But obviously empty, you know, not in bad condition. That That's another thing that's been raised. You know, it's only if the, the item is actually fully formed. So if it's been damaged in some way, that unfortunately doesn't count. So again, this is going to be a learning curve for people to kind of figure out, you know, and a question that I have is, you know, sometimes you'll get like a sticker on the outside of a plastic bottle. I'm not sure what the story is with removing that. So again, we have a little bit of a learning curve to go. Now, the machine, I must uh, just buy something that uh, is refundable just to try the machine because uh, so many questions coming in from our listeners that I can't uh, really answer. Um, You know, how clean does something have to be? If there's a small dent in an aluminium can, will it reject it? Uh, These maybe we'll only find out with, uh, with practice. But you get a voucher for the emporium at which the machine is located. But the ads are all saying that you can get cash as well. Yes. And again, I think this will depend on the retailer and what system they have set up. Um, but what, what, what I have gathered is that, yes, you go in, you return your items, hopefully you get your voucher and then you can bring it in and you can use that against your purchasing or you can get your cash back. It's what I understand. Um, I have a cafe, says a texter with a takeaway deli. What happens to the cans the customers consume at the table? Mm-hmm. This is a big question. And again, this is something that has been raised, you know, we, we the, those cans will need to be returned. So whether that falls on the, the actual person who owns it, will there, you know, will there be enough of these machines? Because the machines are very, very expensive. So big retailers, like I've mentioned, have been able to invest in them. But what we really need to make sure is that everyone has access. You know, if you're in a more rural area, if you don't travel to a town a lot, you know, are you going to have to collect those cans and do like your glass bottle, yeah. I suppose? So again, a lot of question marks to be answered over yeah. the next couple of weeks. Um, with the introduction of plastic bottle can uh, return scheme, 
scheme, this is a good opportunity for charities to make money. Cities and towns should have collection bins on the street where people could deposit them. If a person is on a night out, for example, uh, they are not going to carry the can or bottle home. But the money made from the contents of that bin could be divided among various charities in the town. That's uh, uh, from John. How's it going to work for disabled and elderly people and those who don't drive? And I don't know, uh, elderly people and those who can't drive. How many of these cans and bottles do they uh, consume every week? Yes, and I suppose what, what what everyone is trying to liken it to is, you know, your your glass bottles. So, you know, people might just collect a bag and they might go at the weekend or they might go every couple of weeks. There's some companies that have popped up in Ireland that will collect your glass bottles if you don't drive or if you're elderly. So I would say over time, we'll start to see like the charity scheme, the collection scheme, other schemes like this or businesses pop up that will actually make money or, or to help you do that job. I think all that's going to come down yeah. the line for sure. And, and we'll see how it evolves. I mean, there's no reason why we should not at least try to emulate our European neighbours. This is an interesting comment here. I simply don't understand how it can be said that we're great at recycling glass, but not cans and plastic bottles, because I can put those cans and plastic bottles at the moment in my green bin, but to recycle glass, I have to get in my car and drive. Uh, The green bin, on the other hand, is outside my door. That's from Paul and Poppentry. And some uh, collectors of refuse used to take a glass in the green bin and mm. apparently don't do it anymore. But you can see the point. You've got to drive, waste energy to bring your bottles to a recycling centre and now you're going to be driving with your big bag full of aluminium cans and plastic bottles. Mm. Again, you know, is is the energy equation working there? It's such a tricky one to answer. And like with so many of these things, you do get down to the nitty gritty. You think, okay, is this actually creating more, as you say, energy usage, more waste in, in the long run? But look, looking at the other countries and looking at the data, it has really worked. And I'm as curious as everyone else to see how it will unfold. But it does seem to work. And we have, I think what the problem is, we've all been trained to, you know, know that glass bottles should be recycled in a certain way. Most people unfortunately, are putting the aluminium cans and the bottles into the black bin. So they're not even making it to recycling. So that's really what we're trying to tackle with this. Yeah, uh, Can shops that are too small for a recycling station refuse to accept dirty cans and bottles handed in for refunds? If not, they could quickly become health and safety issues, especially in the warm weather. So uh, presume shops have to opt into this R scheme. Uh, and are the providers, um, the distributors of these uh, soft drinks in cans and, and plastic are they making non-R product for the shops who don't want to opt in? No, as far as I know, every single product that's under this category will have the R stamp on it. And so that's the, that's the big thing. Not every shop will be able to afford one of these machines, but it will have to go back into a machine. It can't be handed over the counter. So really what the, the rollout scheme now is looking at, making sure that every single area has one of these machines, that there's access to these machines, it shouldn't be falling back on, you know, the consumer or the the small shop owner to sort that. All right, we'll watch how it unfolds. Joe Linhan, who's climate editor at Sunday Times Ireland, uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.